That's what makes us tough. And we keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully a historical comeback. Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. Today we'll say hi to Desiree C., owner of Boaholic Boutique. Brad Hoos is here. He's the founder of Musk Ox Outdoor Apparel. And then Jerome McMillan of New Millennium Books. It's all about Opportunity Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. First up on Opportunity Detroit today, Desiree C. is here. And Desiree is the owner of Boaholic Boutique. Welcome to Opportunity Detroit, Desiree. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure having you here. And, uh, you know, I have to ask right away, what exactly does Boaholic boutique mean there's got to be a story behind that name uh it is i have two girls and they love bows and i would say like they're little bow addicts and stuff like that but uh, when i did my research on you know what to name my company i saw that no one had bowaholic <laughs> well that's that's fascinating um it, that's interesting i i i honestly didn't know what you were going to say in explanation, but in my mind, I had all kinds of different things. Uh, but here you are. Tell me about the company and what you do, what you provide. Oh, yes. So we are a handmade, handcrafted, high-quality hair bow and accessory business. We primarily service mothers and daughters. So a lot of our items match back to something for mom or for the baby. So, for instance, our main thing is bows. And all the bows that are handmade match back to either a keychain, a wallet, a clutch, earrings, or any type of accessory for mom so that they can, you know, feel connected and just have their little token that matches back to each other, whether they're spending the day together or, you know, mom is at work and the baby is in school. They always have something that reminds them of their little one. Or their mom. You know, Desiree, I read here that in the beginning, this frankly was all about those two daughters that you mentioned a moment ago. They were the only people that you planned to take care of and service with bows and all of that. But then what was a hobby uh, kind of flourished into this now beautiful business. Tell us a bit about that. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. So it started as just something to pass the time in 2018. Um, I took the time off work because one of my little ones was one, and I realized that I had remained in this little slump since she was born. So I took time off work, and I needed a little hobby since the kids were gone during the day, and, you know, I didn't really have much to do now that I'm not at work. So I just got up one evening and said, you know, I just want to make them some bowls. We were already purchasing bowls at the time, and I just thought that this could be something that I could just do for them. And from there, like, they would wear them to school. And I tried to create items that were not typically like the ones on the market. 
Um, so when people would see them, they would say, oh, that's cute. Where did you get it from? And at first I would just say, oh, I got it from the store or whatever, because I was kind of scared to say, you know, I made it, even though they were saying that it was cute. So after a while, I, I guess, swallowed whatever fear I had and would just say, I made it. You know, I made it for my girls. And then if someone wanted one, I would just say, you know, hey, you can meet me here or whatever. And I would, you know, sell it to them. I got to oh, yeah. tell you, you know, when I hear you talk, uh, Desiree Seawith is owner of Boaholic Boutique. Um, I never thought about this idea of being shy about saying, when some, especially when someone says, they, oh, I really like that bow, that's really nice, where'd you get it? For you to be shy and just say you bought it in a store. So you, you... Learn how to swallow that fear, in your own words, and show your pride. There's a lesson there for all of us, but especially for budding entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, when A lot of times when we get first started with something, we're not sure how well it would do, and we're the only ones that like it. And, like, now I've had, you know, people that tell me that I'm an inspiration sometimes just because I have been consistent and been trying to stick with this. And they ask, like, you know, what can you tell me? Just keep going. Just keep going. There is a market for everything. Even if the market is oversaturated, they don't have you. And whatever spin or whatever different thing that you're going to offer to the market, someone is going to like it. Someone is going to want it. And someone, if you remain positive, will buy into that. That's another good lesson here uh, that we're learning today here uh, on uh, Opportunity Detroit. I got a good question. How do you manage owning a business, starting a business, and owning it with four kids at home? (laughs) It's tough. Uh, Well, I'm not the most organized person, but I'm definitely trying to be. So the oldest that I have is 15, and, like, he could get himself dressed and everything in the morning. So, like, he's not that much of a hassle when it comes to the day-to-day things, except he always needs rides. But the other, the other ones, while they're in school and in daycare, I try to get majority of my items done that I have to do for my business during the day. Because if I wait till when they get home, I'm not going to get anything done. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of making sure that everything has its time to get done. So I work with the kids on whatever it is that they want to do once they get out of school. And before that, I just have to make sure that I get my tasks done during the day. It's, it's easier said than done because it's still a work in progress. Sure. But, like, I'm still trying. Well, Desiree, are the kids of an age yet where maybe they, or have they shown an interest in maybe helping out mom with uh, bows? Yes. So my girls are seven and five and they are, they are really hands-on. Like they help me pick out the different designs. They help me pick out the different materials, the colors and things like that. Uh, We haven't gotten to the point where they help me make the items because I do work with like super glue and hot glue and stuff and a needle and thread a lot. So they haven't gotten to that point yet. But up until that, like, it was, we're browsing the websites and looking for different accessories that I could make. They they definitely have their hands in on that part. How did the, uh, or how does, really, the pandemic affect starting your business and uh, 
running Boaholic? Oh, it's affected me severely. Um, when I first started in 2018, it was just only bows. Like I serviced cheer teams and then just different moms who may have wanted a bow. But once the pandemic happened, no one was really buying the bows because the girls weren't at school. They weren't doing their activities. So um, actually right before Michigan was shut down, I had signed a lease on an office space. I was moving outside of my home. Oh, boy. The day before, I signed it. And then the next day, we get shut down. So, like, the, the landlord was like, oh, you can stay for the month because I had already paid for that. But after that, I had to move out. Um, so that was, that was devastating. I kind of wanted to quit at that point. But moving back home, I'm at home all day. The kids are here. I just kept crafting. Because I knew that if I work on my craft, that eventually, whenever we would open back up or open back up partially, then I wanted to have my skills up to par. I didn't just want to let it sit there. So I decided that because I was looking for ways to connect with my girls, I knew that there were other moms looking for the same thing. And I pivoted into mommy and me accessories. Because um, on social media, we're always trying to find different ways to connect with our children, whether it's boy or girl, and find different ways that, you know, we can just show our appreciation both ways and everything. And that's when I pivoted. So it, it's something beautiful came from the pandemic. Because I pivoted, I'm able to, you know, help moms and service them in different types of ways. But in the, initially, it was very devastating. I can I, I can only imagine, especially... Uh, signing a lease. Talk about bad timing. That, uh, I'm, but I'm glad it worked out. And you're here to you're here to tell us about it. Where can we find Boaholic? Yes, we are online at boaholicbox.com, and we are also downtown in Campus Square for the fair markets right now. And if you can't make it there or get to my website, we are also inside of a boutique in St. Clair Shores. Um, Connie's children wear, and we're inside of there also. So I'll work backwards. Connie's children's wear, St. Clair Shores. You're in these uh, fabulous holiday downtown markets right now. Uh, you're a, I, I would think you're a perfect business, a small business for the, uh, the markets. I hope that I know that's uh, just uh, starting out, basically. Uh, I hope that's going well. Are you seeing some uh, good traffic there? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, it, you know, it just started out, we are maybe just a week in, and it has been a complete blessing. Um, I was really nervous going into this, but the response that I have received from, you know, the moms, I've also had dads come in here and purchase things for their daughter, and just the kids that they come in. Like, I tried to set up my little hut as festive as kid-friendly as possible, so if they come in here and knock something over, it's okay. Um, and just make it as fun as possible. And the way that the girls and some of the moms, the way that they light up when they walk into my hut, that makes it just completely worth it. And that's what I want to be able to do at the end of the day. Because I say when you put on our bow, you put on a smile. And, you know, when you look good, you feel good. And that's how I want all the little girls and their moms to feel when they leave out of my hut from purchasing something. This may sound crazy, but I sometimes ask crazy questions. Is there a an especially hot bow 
right now? There is. It's actually two. And these are our best sellers. It is our Santa bow, and it's a four-inch bow, and it has a Santa belt with a rhinestone center. And then we have our Rudolph bow, which has antlers just like Rudolph, and then it has a little a little red nose in the middle. And those are hot. I cannot keep those on the shelves. I had to start making those while I am at the hut because I can't keep them on the shelves. And, and how much does a Santa bow or a Rudolph bow sell for? Those are $14.99. Such a deal. Handcrafted, special, great for the season, a Santa bow and a Rudolph bow with the bright red nose and just $14.99 each. You can find the wonderful work of Desiree C. at bowaholicbox.com. Bow, B-O-W, aholic, A-H-O-L-I-C, box.com. Or stop by the downtown markets during this holiday season and uh, take a look at all of her wares, and you can buy them right then and there. A pleasure meeting you, Desiree, and good luck with everything. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Well, it's our pleasure. Uh, Desiree C., the owner of Bowaholic Bow, B-O-W, Teak, as we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Next up on Opportunity Detroit, we find Brad Hoos, who happens to be the founder of Musk Ox Outdoor Apparel. Brad, welcome to the program. I need to hear about yourself and your company. Regale me with your story and how this all came about. Well, hello, Paul. Appreciate you having me on today. And so many people are not familiar with the, man, with the animal muskox. So maybe that's the natural place to start. The muskox is actually a prehistoric animal that's still around today in the Arctic. The only place you'll find them in the U.S. is in Alaska. And they have the most insulated fur in the planet. And so as an outdoor apparel brand, we thought, what better way to, to launch than to name ourselves after one of the great you know, animals out there that's been able to withstand hundreds and hundreds of, of years in, in the Arctic. So we're, we're, we're proud to be you know, representatives of the, of the muskox, and we, we put our money where our mouth is. So I think this is some of a unique piece about what we do in that for every $100 purchase, we contribute $10 towards wildlife conservation. And some people think we're crazy because that's a big dollar amount relative to a lot of folks out there who do maybe 1% of profits. We're doing $10 for every $100 purchase, but it's something that we really believe in, which is helping people to get outdoors and, and enjoy themselves, enjoy the adventure. And one key part of that, of course, is the wildlife. And muskox are our favorite part of wildlife, of course. That's a great story. And, uh, and for outdoor wear, understanding that this prehistoric animal that still exists in Alaska has the most insulated body, so to speak, which speaks directly to what you must have experienced uh, as an outdoorsman. Uh, you, you, you were looking for clothing that would be suitable for your many adventures, but yet practical enough to wear to the office. And uh, being an outdoorsman, growing up in Michigan... Uh, taking to outdoor adventures, including backpacking, skiing, hiking, climbing, swimming all over the world, 
It's just great. I love the the title as the founder of Musk Ox Outdoor Apparel. Your title, Chief Growth Officer of the Out Loud Group, which apparently is an influencer marketing agency. And uh, you apparently have a lot of different brand relationships. That's that's right, Paul. So at the Out Loud Group, we're an influencer marketing agency where we work with brands all the time um, to, to partner together with creators. And ultimately, these creators are, are helping the brands, and it's a, it's a great relationship. And with Muskox, we, we launched the company together with a couple of close creator uh, partners of ours with the, with the idea of saying, hey, why don't we launch a brand together where we can, we can benefit in the, in the upside and, and the creators can really have skin in the game. And, and it's a really unique way to approach a business. And it's something that you know, we've, we've been very fortunate to be able to do you know, here, here in Detroit. And it's, it's really fantastic being able to see people's excitement with the quality of our gear. Because at the end of the day, we're not looking for a flash in the pan we're not the, the most fashionable brand that's out there. But we know that our consumer, the, the outdoorsman, really appreciates quality, longevity, and being able to have a product that's going to be able to endure, much like the muskox has for, for hundreds of years. Now, I should point out Brad has an MBA from Chicago Booth, a BS and an MS in environmental engineering from Michigan State University and the University of Iowa, respectively. Would some of your professors think you were crazy, Brad, to be going into men's outdoor apparel, which is a very competitive industry? It is a very competitive industry, and and the people that think I'm crazy probably wouldn't be limited to to my professors, uh, just (laughs) given the fact that we we are getting into a a true David versus Goliath Sort of story here, where we're we're a small, you know, uh, outdoor apparel brand, and we've been around for two years, and and we're holding our own, and and we just love getting a chance for people to see and touch and feel our products because it's tough to see that online, but when people get it in their hands, they can immediately appreciate it, and that's why we're so excited to be downtown Detroit over the holidays at the Cadillac Square Market, the Detroit Holiday Market. Um, with a number of other local Detroit vendors being able to interact with the, you know, the, the great people of, of Metro Detroit. And it's been uh, a tremendous success you know, to, to date, and we're excited to, to be there through the end of the year. Well, it's just another example, two in a row here, on this edition of Opportunity Detroit, of those at Cadillac Square Detroit Holiday Markets. The opportunity that Rocket Mortgage, Bedrock, uh, all of uh, Dan Gilbert's family of companies have provided to uh, companies just like yours that wouldn't get the exposure or have the opportunity. I mean, the last thing you would be able to do right now is go in for a bricks-and-mortar store to start out. But to be able to be at the downtown holiday markets right now, I think will help your business immeasurably. It, It probably, with that kind of exposure, can make or break you. Yeah, we've we've been super excited with with what's happened so far, Paul. And, and you're absolutely right that to be to be able to be you know right downtown in the thick of everything that's happening over the holiday season is a very unique opportunity for us, particularly a brand that to date has primarily been been online. To be able to interact with with customers and, like I said, 
give them a chance to, to see our signature product, which is our, our heavyweight grand flannel, um, and, and see them smile with, it, with excitement with its, its softness and quality. I mean, that, that's not an opportunity that, that comes up you know, uh, comes up every day. So to be able to get that opportunity through our, you know, partners at, at Bedrock and the Rocket Mortgage, you know, family of companies is, is really fantastic. And I think it's a, a win-win for everybody. Maybe this sounds a little cheesy, but I, I believe it to be true where it's good for us as a small business. It's, it's good for the Detroit ecosystem. And it's certainly good for consumers to get a chance to do what they love to do, which is support local businesses. Well, absolutely. And that's what we're all about, supporting local businesses, and we want to help support your business, Musk Ox Outdoor Apparel. And, and when you say, through your own experience, as an adventurous kind of guy, uh, looking for clothes that were suitable for your many adventures, but also practical enough to wear to the office, leads me to tell you this about me. I must tell you, Brad, I have never looked at a mountain and said, ah, oh, man, i got to climb that thing. I've looked at a mountain and said, Gee, that's lovely. What a beautiful mountain. Um, so it seems that you do have clothing for guys like me as well who won't find ourselves uh, exerting ourselves to climb that next mountain or any of the other things. You do have clothing that's good for every man. That's right. So one of the, one of the things that we say all the time is roam freely. And over the course of the last 24 months, you know, we've, we've come to adapt some of our belief in terms of what Rome freely really means, Paul. I think out of the jump, we would have said, hey, this is climbing a mountain. This is, you know, doing whitewater rafting. And I think the last two years has taught us that sometimes Rome freely is just appreciating a few extra minutes at sunrise on that walk with your dog or taking, taking the long way home. And so, you know, our, our, our apparel is definitely built for that rugged adventure, but it, but it is practical enough to, to wear around in, in the office you know, people love our flannels. That's really our signature product. But we've got quarter zips that you know pe- people swear by as as the softest, best uh, out there. In fact, we've we've had quite a few people in the investor community really galvanize and and, and try to say, "Hey, Muskox, this is what this is what we wear in the Midwest as as investors," and and we very much appreciate that. So I think you know from from so many angles. Uh, that adventure is really more of a mindset that we try to embrace as opposed to a specific act- activity, if that makes sense. Well, it does. And you got my attention when you referred, I think you said you called it earlier, Grand Flannel, a very important product for you that people have embraced and appreciate. I just love the idea of Grand Flannel. Flannel's been around forever, but Grand Flannel has not. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Perhaps Perhaps it's like the circus and Grand Circus for those people who can appreciate the uh, the park down downtown. But no, we we take great pride in our in our craftsmanship, and you know we believe that flannels were are, are meant to meant to last uh, and, and be a be a timeless piece of the the outdoor experience uh, for for those who who so desire to to get outside um, and and and, per, and pursue the great outdoors. Well, and you take great pride because you brought it up right away. And I salute you for your philanthropic uh, leanings. Uh, actually, it's more than a leaning. You're, you're headlong into good philanthropy by saying that for every $100 you take in, $10 goes to a charity, an outdoor uh, support. Uh, and that's a very big deal. How did that come about? And I'm going to say to you something I've said before here on Opportunity Detroit. What I've learned with new entrepreneurs 
instead of the old days, which is somebody would work really hard and get uh, much older and have accomplished and accumulated great wealth, then they start writing checks to various charities and, and spreading some of that money around. I mean, we hope that that's what they do. But the young entrepreneurs start right out of the box giving up a lot of the money they make. And as you pointed out earlier, Brad, of some people scratching their head and saying, man, that's giving away a lot of the profit. What are you doing? But you do do that. <laughs> Tell me how that came about. We, we do. And, and so, so much of this comes back to us being named after, you know, a, a great American animal in the muskox. And we wanted to make sure we supported that animal. And from, from our perspective, you speak loudest when you speak with your pocketbook. And so um, the, the Alaska Wildlife Conservation Center, it's actually the number two tourist attraction in southwest Alaska. They do some fantastic work supporting wildlife. And we just started to have some conversations with them. We reached out, and they loved what we were doing. We loved what they were doing. And, and now you can actually you know, buy muskox apparel at the AWCC, as we call it, in Alaska. Um, if, if anyone is going up to the great state of Alaska and, and checking things out, and, and they, they love being able to, to support, you know, our brand because it's, it's mutually reinforcing in that we're, we're advocating for, for wildlife, which is so neatly tied with their, with their mission. And so, to be frank, you know, we, we as an emerging brand, we've been around about two years, we're looking for ways to, to differentiate. And one of the ways we feel like we can differentiate ourselves is by really living our, our core values and what's important to us. And that's why... We focus on quality, longevity, and, and really being able to support wildlife conser conservation. And our, our partners at the Alaska Wildlife Conservation Center are, are you know, just such a, a perfect match for us um, that we, we've, we've, we love being able to, to, give, to give back and, and support their efforts as well. Well, for those of us who do not currently have an Alaska trip planned, Besides uh, coming to the downtown markets, which is a wonderful thing to do, especially uh, for your holiday shopping and for shopping for yourself, for those of us who are not going to the Alaska Wildlife Conservation Center, who maybe aren't even going to be able to get downtown to the downtown markets, how else can someone learn more about uh, musk ox and the musk ox outdoor apparel, uh, see it and order it? Well, we would, we would encourage folks to, to check out our website. It's gomuskox.com. That's gomuskox.com. And, of course, you can follow us on all the, all, all the social media platforms as, as well with that same handle, which is gomuskox.com, and, and continue to learn a little bit more about, you know, what, about what we do and, and how we go about our work. If I could share one last thing here, Paul, we're also proud that you know, some of our apparel is, is manufactured right here in, in Detroit. Not all of it. Um, it. It gets complicated very quickly in terms of the, the, the fabric and the, the quantities. But where we can, we, we try to um, try to build our products here, here in Detroit. So we've got a great factory partner that's right there on Holden Street in, in, in Detroit. And so that's an important piece of us. So uh, we can, we, they can check out more of that information on our, on our website if, if folks are interested in learning more about muskox. Even more good news manufacturing as much of it as you can right here in the Detroit area. GoMuskOx.com. Congratulations to you, Brad. Maybe I'll see you down at the markets. Sounds great, Paul. Appreciate you having me on and, and, and look forward to seeing you at, at the markets here in the near future. Brad Hoos, 
the founder of Musk Ox Outdoor Apparel. I'm glad we've learned about him together here on Opportunity Detroit. Finally on Opportunity Detroit, we meet Jerome McMillan. Jerome McMillan is a part of New Millennium Books, not just a part of it, he started it. It's a book distribution business that he started when he moved back to Michigan from Nevada. Let's talk about that right from the beginning. Uh, Jerome, what made you come back from Nevada to Michigan? Well, um, in 2008, uh, the economy had kind of taken a nosedive. So by Nevada, Las Vegas being a tourist economy, and um, most of the things that I did had to do with uh, either property sales or other sorts of sales activities uh, in the Las Vegas market. And things froze up, and there was not much going on. So at that particular time, uh, I knew that I needed to reinvent myself, and I was seeking a place that I might be able to do that. Uh, a friend of mine suggested, hey, we'll, uh, you know, come back to Michigan uh, and, and Lansing, exactly. So he says you can do what you plan to do, and you'll be able to uh, move on from there. And that's what I chose to do. I did some credentialing. I studied for uh, three degrees. And uh, once I got some credentialing, I was looking for opportunities and in looking for opportunities, I had to do so much studying while I was getting my credentials that I rediscovered the, the joy of reading and learning. And I thought, well, hey, I'm in this learning environment. Why don't I share some of these things that I enjoy doing and information that I enjoy learning with others? So that's how the business started. Um, Lansing is a smaller community, and I'm from Detroit, so I said, well, let's go home. And I went home, and the business grew from there. Fabulous. Anytime I hear someone can take their own, in this case, love for learning and reading about new subjects, biographies, whatever it is, and then to find out that you enjoy sharing these things that you've learned with others, you saw and started a business from that this business has grown, and now you've been in business about seven years. Are you where you thought would, you would be or well beyond that or not yet where you hope to be? Well, um, I started the company in 2004, uh, 2014, so approximately seven years ago. Um, I was growing the business, and I knew that the stage that I was at was not going to sustain me. So I knew I had to grow volume. In which case, I found niche markets. I tried a brick and mortar. Um, I didn't get the traffic I needed to get. So I proceeded to do pop-ups. And the pop-ups worked good for me. There were lots of organizations that provided a customer base and entities and conferences that allowed me to, to uh, do well. Uh, it grew from there. And I did not, at that time, know that it would grow like it has. Uh, I built an online presence. I worked hard to, to grow my online sales, and my direct sales began to take off. So the direct sales became, became 
became the bread and butter of the company. It has grown um, phenomenally, and I'm very, very pleased. Um, the unfortunate events of the pandemic has helped my business. Hmm. Uh, there has renewed interest in learning, reading, um, doing things other than uh, watching television and video games. So it has helped my business tremendously. And people being uh, having to stay in has allowed them to have more time to do things and discover other things. So I try to provide something or some some things that people, adults and children, can do and be able to enhance their lives. Fabulous. And and so tell me a little bit why you picked the name New Millennium Books. Well, when, when uh, the millennium changed in 2000, so many things changed. Um, a lot of uh, the ways that, that people normally conducted their lives and, and business was normally conducted, there were, were, there were changes, and there were monumental changes. We had several economic downturns, uh, and things were changing rapidly. So this particular business, um, I said, in the new millennium, we're going to do things differently, and this company will provide an avenue for me and others to be able to learn new things and do new things. Uh, it encourages kids to read, and which is important. Reading is fundamental. And some of the first things that a child earn, uh, has as a possession, besides toys, is a book. And the joy and the light in a child's eyes when they get their first book that belongs to them, that's their first possessions, uh, it, you know, it's remarkable. And to see children learn and their eyes light up, it's just something that uh, it's a joy and a joy that's, that's hard to duplicate. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? That's a very good point. Jerome McMillan with us, the founder of New Millennium Books. Now, uh, as all of our guests today are participating in the downtown markets, which will certainly be helpful to you and helpful to our listeners to find you there at the, uh, the downtown markets, downtown Detroit, uh, where can they find you when you're not downtown? Well, primarily, uh, we would do the weekends at Eastern Market prior to the downtown market at Campus Marshes. Uh, every week, or weekend, actually, uh, we would uh, have a pop-up there at Eastern Market. Eastern Market is the longest continuous market, uh, produce market, in the country. It's over 100 years old. It never shut down during the pandemic. Uh, it provided food and essential uh, produce items that people had to have. So in the process of coming to the market for their produce and it being a happening in itself, um, we were what, we, what you would call value added. And that has expanded the market. And that's where we normally are every week. Prior, other than the the Campus Marshes location, which we're currently at, Wednesday through Sunday, starting at 11 a.m. until the first of the year, 2022. Wednesday through Sunday, we can find you at the yes, downtown markets. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do you have a presence online, that uh, maybe a website we can go to or social media or something so that we can go and uh, see what new Millennium Books has to offer? Absolutely. Uh, www. 
N-E-W-M-I-L-L-E-N-I-U-M-B-O-O-K-S.com. NewMillenniumBooks.com. And what will we find when we go to NewMillenniumBooks.com? An assortment of books for children and adults, typically nonfiction, positive, uplifting stories. There will be a certain amount of new releases, uh, bestsellers. And then there's also the staple of uh, positive, uplifting stories, typically nonfiction, a lot of biographies uh, that are geared towards children and youth. Sounds to me that you probably have a very strong hand in picking the books. Well, yes. Uh, in selecting the stories that we offer, uh, we make sure that it, it, it may, it, you know, consistent, consistent with the theme of the company, which is typically nonfiction, uh, positive, uplifting stories, stories that uh, add value to anyone's life, children, adults. Uh, and also contemporary stories that are on the New York Times bestseller list. And you're competitive in terms of your pricing with the oh yes the, the very oh, yes. big bookstores. You know we've gone through a a big change in the world of books. We had a lot of bookstores, and we didn't have any bookstores. Now we're getting some more. Well, I work very hard to be competitively priced uh, with the big players in the marketplace. Uh, there are certain there are certain titles that, of course, we don't, you know, we pay certain prices for every book. New releases are paid the same price with the big retailers as a small retailers. Now, the big retailers, they can afford to sell a book almost at cost because they sell other things. And that's just something they add to what they sell. Um, we, we do price as competitively, competitively as possible with the big retailers. Some of our other offerings, we're very competitive. The new releases, we do have more constraints. You know, for those of us who miss bookstores, and I'm not saying they're all gone, but there aren't as many as there once were. For those of us who really care, we're going to go out of our way to find new millennium books uh, online and, uh, and buy from you because we want you to be around. So, uh, let me give that address again, www.newmillenniumbooks. And that's where you're going to find uh, Jerome McMillan and, uh, and his love of uh, learning and reading. And he's anxious to share it with you and your family. Congratulations to you. We'll see you down at the downtown markets during the holidays. Thank you. And it's one N in Millennium, which is proprietary spelling, so that we can differentiate ourselves from other companies that may use the word millennium. Good for you. Good to point it out. Thank you much. We appreciate you, Jerome. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. Jerome McMillan, New Millennium Books. That's one M. I'm glad he pointed it out uh, and wanted you to know about it. And what a great show today, starting with Desiree C., the owner of Boaholic Boutique. Uh, Brad Hoos, founder of Musk Ox Outdoor Apparel, and finally, uh, Jerome McMillan, uh, who has uh, new Millennium Books. That's going to do it for today. I'll talk to you in the mornings, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 on WJR. Go on out and make it a great rest of the day. Regards, Paul W. Smith.